0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another edition of Liquor Talk, the last Liquor Talk of 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your man Victor. Joining me as always, I got Juggy, got Don. It's the guys only round. The fellows are here to close (laughs) out 2020. Yes, we can hear you, Don. How you doing, man? I can hear nothing, Victor
1: saying. Uh, Uh, I can hear you, (laughs) but I can't hear
0: Victor. I don't, I don't know.
1: know oh man, uh, you got you, you got the app open in your uh your browser.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, try to go out and come back in. Yeah. yeah we'll try we'll, to refresh it. Try to refresh is there a regular it. app for
2: this? So I try to download the app for it? I'm just on like
0: Safari. Uh, I'm using on via Safari as well. Actually, I'm using Chrome. Actually, I'm using Chrome. Sorry, people. Like like I said, ladies and gentlemen, Don's gonna join us again. But like I said. 2020 has been one crazy year. We are here. We're gonna put a we're gonna put a bow on it. But Juggy, how was your holiday, man?
1: My holiday was wonderful, bro. Appreciate you asking. Um, I got to spend time uh, with my wife's family. Um, I got to eat really good food. Everybody got good presents. Um, just considering um, everything that happened this year uh, with the pandemic, uh, I'm just grateful to be here and actually be able to enjoy it um there's so 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 many people that didn't get to do that so i really had a great holiday i'm very grateful
0: agreed agreed don can you hear us now yes all right so how was your holiday man
2: it was good it was good uh thank you for asking i was really chill like afterwards i got up super early um uh, we do a charity drive every year with the Shawn michael co um a uh, company a friend of mine that runs so we get up every christmas on uh 8 o'clock in the morning go out and we pass out gifts and make little survival kits with like, that's what I call them, with the little bags, with like soap and toothpaste and socks and, you know, things like that. Um, and clothing, you know, anything we could get donated, we just pass it out um, down on Paramore. Down wow. in Orlando, um, had a great turnout, blessed a lot of people, and it was good. It was a good time. After that, went home, chilled, uh, washed home alone. It was a nice, relaxing <laughs>
0: holiday. Oh man, listen Man, that's wonderful that you out there in the community Doing charity on Christmas, man Listen, that is wonderful Um, I I salute to you, man Like I said, I would have known I should have been doing the same thing, my damn self But my holiday was It was kind of dead this year I just, I didn't but sleep and watch basketball (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's what happens when you're older You just don't really get into the holiday spirit It's like yeah, it takes a
2: lot more to get you into it, especially when you like our age. We single, you know what I mean? There's no kids and stuff. So it's easier to get into the spirit when you got smells to pump you up for, to get kids to get excited with. But when it's just you, it's like, all right, I'm off work today, so I'm going to sleep.
0: That's really what I did. Sleep, <laughs> watch basketball, watch the lake. What's the wrong with that?
1: Self care, self care, hashtag self care.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. So, fellas, what superpowers did y'all get on the 21st?
1: I ain't get squat, bro. I'm finna call the manager. I'm finna (laughs) write a letter on Twitter to the owner or whoever the superpowers is. I thought I was gonna be able to pass through people to fly like Wonder Woman 84 or something, but I ain't get nada. And I am highly upset about this. Who can I complain to this about? Because I want my powers, bro.
0: I, need I did too, man. Shit, man. I'm like, y'all did all this talking about we're going to get powers. I'm like, <laughs> I ain't getting no damn powers. I don't I know. Need some, Don, need did Twitter you people, no. After the year we had, I
1: wanted
2: something,
1: man. Dude, <laughs> yeah. I, there were so many, like, time traveling jokes that I, I was
2: just on Twitter all day dying. <laughs>
0: people are so dumb. Yes, it was so dumb. I'm like, y'all, y'all are having too much fun with this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, None of us got um, superpowers, but the one thing what's annoying about uh, nothing annoying that we might not be getting stimulus checks. Why the hell your government started on that, man? Listen, fuck it. Why the hell your government thinks of us just for six hundred dollars? But Mr. President won't give us two grand. I'm like, but you know, damn, what these motherfuckers they trying to give us two grand, six hundred dollars.
1: you know they got breaking news on like Associated Press, most of the major news sites. Um, you know Trump signed the bill. It's it's basically a appropriation spending bill. You know um, I think like 190, 180 billion of it was actually for you know, relief funds. Um, I mean my my thing is you know you bail out Wall Street once, you bail out Wall Street twice, you bail out Wall Street three times um, over the past. 25 years or so we just I mean we're, we just want a we just want a percentage of that it's not like we're asking nothing that ain't been given out before we we pay taxes into the system can i get a little bit of help out of the taxes that I pay because I should pay more than the president I counted that up quick
0: hell yeah we all pay, more I pay day
1: way day. more taxes than the president did and he makes what the presidents make 400k a year I think
0: 400k and on so, you you're already a billionaire that so you don't even need
1: that. Right. So I'm you know, I just really it's better than nothing, man. But within context, if I had kids, bro, I, I just I, I don't even know what words to describe that as, other than a a, 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 a betrayal. It's just a betrayal.
2: Yeah. yeah. You know what? I um I was thinking the other day and it was real deep, you know, high thoughts. And I was just like, I, I understand why people make these all these conspiracies about there being some kind of like secret something, something you sign when you get to a certain level or whatever, because it's like everybody that is in these places, everybody didn't grow up rich. Everybody that's in the Senate in any level of politics, everybody didn't grow up. Y'all were regular, were regular people at one point. And who can look somebody in the face and be like, here's $600 after eight months of not working. And this is is, is enough for you. Like, you didn't forget what it was like to be a regular person. You've got to be disconnected some kind of way. There's got to be some kind of hush order. Like, for nobody to say anything about that, like, I just think that there's got to be a disconnect somewhere. Like, I don't understand how that was even put out with a straight face. And then there's nothing that can be done about We can We can bitch him on, on Twitter, but guess what? Right. It will come to our direct deposit and then we'll move on to the next, whatever happens the next day, like it's nothing. And it just feels like very, very a betrayal, but very just like, like you're powerless. It's just like, I'd rather you not give us anything or just leave, let, let this whole thing go away. And let us just figure it out at this point. But like dangling $600 in our face for months, like when we already don't have anything anyways, it's just like, it's insulting.
0: It is definitely insulting. And we supposed to be the country with all the powers. We supposed to have all the power, have all of everything, we are supposed to be all almighty. But you hear all these other countries, they taking care of their people. Bills being suspended. They they breaking Every other country. (laughs) It's sad. It's sad that America is such a capitalist society that all they can think about is their pockets. All they can think about is how can I fatten my pockets Instead of thinking about the broke people at the bottom.
3: That's
2: okay. the foundation we're built on. And it's so ingrained in us that even the broke people think that way. So you got Thank niggas God. on Twitter talking about some, y'all been playing about that $600, but you going to spend it. You need to invest it in and do it and get an LLC and all this stupid stuff. And it's just like, it's not about who has what and who does what with what. It's just about taking care of people, having your basic fucking needs met. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it's just, it's-, it's
1: Considering hard. it's the fourth shutdown in four years with Trump, you know, we're talking about, you know, individual that said good luck when people caught COVID in mass numbers, talking about individual who caught COVID and got specialized treatment that maybe a few hundred people have available to them in this entire country. You know, if I get COVID and I go to Walter Reed, they gonna laugh in my face. Mm-hmm. They might have even let me inside the door. You know what I mean? And he tells everybody else, good luck.
0: you know. Yeah, it's healthcare workers that are exposed to COVID every day that don't even get this damn treatment. I'm like, there's frontline workers that they have the risk of getting exposed to COVID every day, but they don't get the preferential treatment. So it's like, they can't even, you know what, our government just don't give a fuck about us. Well, and that's bad. the way it's works that's the way
2: the country works rich people can afford these things that's why nobody cares that's what i'm saying it's like at what point when when do you stop when when you're climbing the ladder you know of politics or whatever you you know what i mean you get to a certain at what point do you stop caring about the regular person you know what i mean it's just like there's such a disconnect but it's like i don't know how many celebrities you know that have died of covid this year celebrities a lot Celebrities
1: yep. that have died from COVID? Who? Celebrities that have died from COVID? Yeah. Um, oh, I see what you mean. I'm thinking about Herman Cain, but... I yeah, guess... I'm talking about... I'm not saying rich people that have contracted COVID. I'm
2: saying that have died from it. They, nah, they can I'm, afford the well, special not treatment.
3: Not from COVID. No. That's what not, I'm saying. Not what I think It's of...
2: not affecting them because they can afford to get the special treatment. Exactly. In their pockets, it doesn't matter. It's not a problem. Like, as long as we can take care of it, then the rest of y'all just on y'all's own.
0: Yeah, it's like the rest of us just on on it's sad the how they think, you know what I'm saying? Um shifting gets to lighter talk, but ladies and gentlemen, I need to remind y'all that this is liquor talk. The more you drink, the better I sound. So go ahead and pull it up if you haven't done so already. Tonight your boy is on some Hennessy and lemonade. So what y'all sipping on, fellas?
1: Got a little bit of Bacardi Gold, a little bit of juice mixed in then, a little take off the edge. Um,
2: okay. I got some good old H2O.
3: But
0: you know, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm always no, having some other heat, so I'm good. Um, oh, no, heat, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, have y'all been on the app Clubhouse?
1: I keep hearing
0: about that, not yet.
2: So, not since that day that I sent you, like the app, whatever you sent to me, whatever happened, however, we got on it that one day. I haven't been on since then, but i it's on my to do list because everybody keeps talking about it.
0: Listen. Shout out to everybody I've met on Clubhouse that's listening to us and watching this because there are some good rooms in Clubhouse. did there are some rooms that I'm just like, what the fuck? And it's just you know, it's it's crazy how what people. is it huh? What's that? What is it? What are the rooms like what is it, like a chat room? Yeah, it's basically what clubs clubhouse is basically a, like a group meet, but well, it's a group meet, but it's vocal. Basically you can hear everybody, just in a room where everybody's talking, like Everybody's just on the phone together, basically. That's all okay, it is. Okay, like the
2: party line, like back in the day.
0: Yeah. But the only thing is you got people talking over each other. You got a whole bunch of people. You got moan rooms and stuff. I'm like, you people are crazy. Right. But on the flip side, you do have people in there using it for business and networking purposes. So, And I've been recruiting a hell of a lot of guests, so. In 2021, expect me to talk to a lot of those people. But people, if you gonna use Clubhouse, use it for good. Don't be in these damn moan rooms. And also, I find a lot of relationship rooms as well, in which the men and women just don't agree. I'm like, it is 2020. Why do? Why can't people just hear someone's point of view without wanting to, without wanting to debate them or argue with them?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, man. I heard Clubhouse is like an exclusive space for like if you want to be in the same room and like celebrity or people in different like, you know, industries like Hollywood and stuff like that. Um, If I'm on Clubhouse and people like I was on Twitter, they're talking about some, you know, you got to put down $300 to get access. You can be in a Clubhouse with like some singers and different producers and stuff like that. So um, I don't know. I guess there's different facets to it. I haven't been on it yet. I've been invited. I guess I'm not big time, but I'm glad my boy <laughs> is representing for the squad.
3: You
1: know, <laughs> they're perusing what he made with relationship rooms and all that kind of
0: stuff. So, See, I'll be perusing ber- all of them damn rooms. Now, I know early in the morning you get the positive affirmation rooms and stuff, you get the positive outlook and stuff and the, the networking people, the people that want to really help you. I met a lady off home Real Estate that wants talking about Real Estate, so I'm definitely gonna talk to her about as uh, well because somebody was telling me that rental property is actually easy to acquire. I didn't know this that you can acquire rental property without with bad credit and not that much income. I didn't know that, so that's something I'm gonna do a little more research about. So yeah, I heard about not that. Either. yeah. So yeah. I'm definitely gonna, definitely gonna look at that. Now, getting into relationships. Now, let's talk about how points has affected relationships. Now. Do you feel like people have I said, have, have forced conversations because of pointing meaning conversations they just don't want to have with their significant other?
1: I mean, they were talking about divorce rates um, earlier this month um, through the roof, abuse, all the negative attributes. Unfortunately, that we have in our society when it comes to relationships, um, kind of spiked this year because um, people are just at home. Mm-hmm. To where I see it, man you know, it depends on your relationship. Like, I, can, I know for me and my spouse, my wife, um, if you already have a good relationship, you're going to have challenges, but are going to get closer together. But I really feel bad for is people. Their relationship was already on the rocks, and now you got to be in the house with that person all day? And you don't have the no money either. That's just... And the people that single that is by themselves, you know, all the time, For all of that time, I mean, that's just, I mean, what can be done? I mean, you're trying to stay safe. You don't got nobody, nobody to cuddle with, nobody to really talk to about stuff off of. I don't know, man. The world is a cruel place.
0: Yes, it is. The world world is definitely a cruel place. Unfortunately, we have social media, and lately we've had that damn clubhouse. So that's why I, it's, like, I'll be in there just talking to people in there. So it's, like, I don't even be trying to, you know what I'm saying, change the relationship status. I just be in there talking to people. Don, what you think, man?
2: Um, it's interesting what you were saying, Jackie, about um, that people that are in a relationship, like, they're stuck, you know what I mean, like, with each other so much longer than they used to. And then when you're single, you're just a lot, you know, alone a lot more. That definitely is me. I feel like going into quarantine. I'm I'm single and I'm actually a loner, introvert. Like I like my me time. I'm very social and I do a lot of events. I have podcasts. I'm always talking. So when I'm home, I like to be quiet, shut down, just me. So beginning of quarantine, I was like, this is dope. I'm ordering Chinese food every day, watching Netflix all day. Unemployment <laughs> was coming in, everything was good to go. And then uh, like two months into that, it started getting real dark. Like it is like as much as I love to say I love people, I, oh, I hate being around people, I love my solitude, you do, but as a human being, you need social interaction. You just have to be around other people at some point. And yeah, I guess it's real lonely in here when it's just, literally just you. You know what I mean? So then you're like, oh man, it'd be nice to almost like, quarantine with somebody. But then I know a lot of friends that have had some real dramatic <laughs> quarantine. Yeah, times, but They were already on the verge of Get up out of here, like literally Doors bags packed all the way out the door, and I'll hit, here and you're stuck with this person that you were already checked out with. So yes.
0: now I will say, now I will say some people would they they take that time to get to know their partner all over again. And then mm-hmm. some people aren't that proactive because you can see the divorce race is and stuff. And I'm with you, Don, you know what I'm saying? Cause at first I was like, Oh yeah, I need to work from home, I can just be on 2K and be on the phone with these motherfuckers. But then after a while, I'm just like, okay, this shit getting old now. I want to get out of the house to go you know, just go turn up and stuff. I, I get tired of just only the house just to go to the grocery store. I want to go hit a bar or something. So you need the social interaction. And also, I will say it did cause a spike in the podcast because that's when everybody mm-hmm. started doing podcasting. I'm yep. like, that. I find that to be crazy. But hey, shout out to all the new podcasters out there. And also shout out to all of the podcasters I was on this year. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all. Shout out to everybody that had Don on. Shout out to everybody that had Juggy on as well. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the podcasters out there. So how do you guys get through forced communication? Like, do you try to hear the other person's perspective, or do you just try to listen to something and try to attack them on something?
1: So usually what happens is that, you know, you're still two individuals. But what you do is you have to become an active listener. So sometimes Mm -hmm. my spouse, she may have a sensitivity that I still need to work on recognizing that something that she may or may not like. I have to stop thinking and just listen. I have to be quiet, I have to shut my mouth, and I just have to listen. So what that does is, is you have to intimately understand why your partner or whatever significant other is, You have to listen to them and understand why they may or may not like something, or you may say something a certain way that they don't like. You have to be able to respect that and be able to work on how you approach certain topics. You may be used to dealing with certain way with yourself, which is fine. But when you're dealing with another person, even if it's your partner that you know very well, they may want you to present that topic in a certain way. So again, active listening to me we not argumentative, just hear that person out. You will have an opportunity to speak. There's no doubt about it. That t- that opportunity is not going anywhere. Active listening is the key. That's what I'm
3: saying. Agreed, agreed. Don, anything you want to add in to that? Um,
2: I agree 100% with that active listening. Um, for me personally, I'm trying to get to the point in my life where I'm less concerned with being right and more concerned with being happy. Um, and I've always been like a uh, last word kind of person. Got to get the last word. Got to make sure I said what I said, and that's the end of it. What was that? Did I hear you burp or cop or something? Oh, I didn't think so. That's always been the way I've done things, and now, you know, therapy, getting older, you know, growing up, maturing. It's more so like somebody's disagreement or feeling about me, that's their own truth, and it does not mean that I'm right, I'm wrong, or something is wrong with me. The same way if I feel something that you said bother me, you know what I mean? That's how I feel about the situation. You might not feel that way, and that's cool. Like give people the room to say what they want to say and feel how they want to feel without correcting them and saying you don't you shouldn't feel that way. You can feel that way. I mean I gotta agree with it. So what are we getting upset about? So active <laughs> listening, shutting your mouth, listening, really listening to the person's issue. Like what is what is your problem with this? And not being feeling judged by it. Just okay, that's how you feel, then we're good. Oh wait.
3: Agreed,
0: lost, agreed. So. agreed. Um, I definitely feel like. Yeah, we hear you. See. Yeah, Sorry, can you hear no, us. Difficulties. All right. Oh, while well, Don, while Don is getting that worked out, um, like I said, I definitely agree. Like, you definitely have to learn to be an active listener. You definitely have to try to see Uh-oh. the from person, that person's standpoint. Oh, well, uh, you definitely have to try to work out work things out with that person you know what I'm saying if it's meant to be, and I definitely say communication is key, you know what I'm saying you definitely need to just um express your feelings and stuff um looks like we temporarily lost Don but he's gonna come right back so ladies and gentlemen, this is look and talk if you don't know now you know so how do you look look forward to the next chapters of life you know what I'm saying' Because you know you know what they say we can only go up, go up from here, you know.
1: So, I mean, for me, I think this year was the year that we had to, if if you didn't know it before, it's not like it's a new thought or something. But we have to learn how to adjust. Um, We have to learn how to take things that change, and we have to find a way to take it to our advantage. There's a lot of people out there who are set in their ways. They see the tide coming in, but they refuse to move their house. Um, And I think this year, you know, you got to learn how to pivot. You know, there's a lot of people who have failures this year, but there's also a lot of people who made success. And being able to read the coverage and say, you know what, this isn't necessarily the dream that I had, but I need to pivot for my own benefit, for my family's benefit, the people that are able and willing to make that adjustment, even if it means disrupting that routine that they have the people who disrupted that so they can be in a better position going forward because we don't know when this is going. (laughs) I mean, everybody's saying 2021 is going to be lit. You know, they're talking about a new strain over there across the pond. You know what I'm saying? So we, you know, we're having lifestyle changes. We have to change the way that we do things for the better. Education, you know, learning a new skill. You know, it's all available. It's much more available now than it's ever been especially for people of color, black people in particular. It's more available now than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. So you know you need to make an adjustment. You're gonna grow older anyways. Might as well spend that time putting yourself in the right position. That's where I see it.
0: Okay, Dom, what you think about the change in the next chapters of life, you know what I'm saying? Because some people they are ready for changes and what's the next chapters of life. Then some people act like chicken shit, act all scared of it. So what do you think?
2: um I think change is inevitable, and right. as long as you're alive and as long as you're on the ground, like what does the Bible say? You only have you only to have a few a uh, few short days on earth, and yep. those days are gonna be full of trouble, something like that. There's yep. always gonna be something happening, something changing. You can't control that, um but what you control can control is yourself and how you're gonna react to what's going on. So again, I feel like um, people are talking about 2021. It's going to be a reset. It's going to be different. It's going to be that. Every year we say that. It's never going to, it's always going to be the same old year. It's going to be challenges and it's going to be um, opportunities. And it's whatever yeah. you decide to focus on is where you're going to end up. How year year's going to go? Like 2020 was a very rough year for me. I lost people um, that I love. I've lost, you know, a lot more than that. I lost a lot of money. Uh, a lot of gigs that were canceled. But a lot of amazing things happened for me this year. Like I'm in a whole different space this year than I was this time last year, uh, professionally, like health wise, mentally, um, a lot of great things happen. And that's just where my attention is going to go, because guess what? In, in two more months, something else shitty is going to happen. But between now and then, three or four good things are going to happen, too. So which one are you going to wait on to focus on? I,
0: yeah.
2: I want to be happy. I'm not trying to be right. It's not right. Nothing's going to be right. The world's fucked up.
0: Agreed, agreed. I also learned that this year it's just if you spend time focusing on the negative, the negative shit is gonna keep happening, you know what I'm saying? If you just take the negative shit with a grain of salt, just keep it moving, you're gonna be all right, you know what I'm saying? Because 2021, everybody's trying to hype it up, you're like, yeah, 2021, this, 2021, that. Now, i said the best. It's going to be like just every other New Year because that New Year energy is going to wear off by like February. You know what I'm saying? So, like, because y'all know this. People going to be hitting the gym like crazy. Oh, yeah. February. It's all going to change. It's, but the question is, can you stay consistent? You know what I'm saying? Can you stay consistent with whatever change you you're going to make? That's the question. If you can stay consistent, then maybe some more good shit is going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is looking for me. we'll go ahead, to have hold up if you haven't done so already. And shout out to everybody out there listening to this on YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, wherever you get your Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast at. Thank you to everybody for supporting because we will going to keep pushing out podcasts all year long. Now, jumping back into relationships, how do you feel about somebody that stay constantly talking about their past relationships as an excuse of why they are the way they are now?
1: So, you know, look at Don. (laughs) I mean, look, man.
0: Get lit, Don.
3: (laughs) I'm listening. So, I mean,
1: for some people, they had traumatic experiences. They really put their heart they opened their heart they gave it to someone and things may have happened that were not positive. Those things last. They don't just go away. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, those mental health resources are not available to everybody. Um, so to me, you know, for some people, it's a warning flag for some people. If you know where people stand, when people constantly bring up old relationships. I mean, for me, it just depends on the context, like if it was some type of abuse or something like that. You just have to learn how to work with that person. Is is it worth it? How, you know, how debilitating is it? Are they, they think about it, they're not able to function anymore. Those are things that you have to look at, you know, when you're on the dating side, but, you know, people are in different places understanding that everybody doesn't have the time or the resources to get that therapy or, or even to express how they really feel about it. They might have to censor themselves because it's a politically correct society. Mm-hmm. You know that politically correctness means that, in some cases, that people really don't get to express things, that darkness or that that negative energy they keep inside. Man, I mean, yeah, it 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 doesn't just go away. You know, if you get raped from previous relationship, you know, you're probably not gonna ever forget that. You know what I mean? So, I think we have to take a case by case basis. Depends on what it is, in my opinion.
0: Yes, I definitely agree. I definitely think it's case by case, but it's like, I definitely feel like it's case by case, but you get some people that no matter the case, they just keep bringing it up and keep bringing it up. Tell them what you think, man? Um, I agree
2: with that. It's case by case because, again, trauma is one thing that is um, something that it just comes with the baggage of dating somebody, you know? That stuff doesn't go away, and if you're going to date with this person, you're agreeing to you know bring the baggage in the house. Um However, I have dated a person that um, was not necessarily traumatized by their experience. There's a difference. Either you're traumatized by past experiences, that's why you keep bringing them up, or you're not over that person. And this person was just bringing up a bunch of petty things that they were always annoyed about. Like, every single thing turned into, oh, someone used to do that. I'm like, oh, I hate, you know this TV show, oh, so-and-so, he said that she, that TV show, It's like, okay, you cannot bring up everything about your ex. Like, I don't care about what petty things y'all didn't like about each other, what, you know, he said on this day, at this time. Like, if it keeps coming up, to me, that sounds like, okay, well, go talk to that nigga then. Like, y'all got unresolved issues. Like, what are you talking Thank about? You.
3: Uh... that's
2: what happened, and <laughs> we don't know. clearly we're not together anymore. But, uh yeah, I don't, I'm not, uh, Talk
3: to Talk to us.
2: I don't it. like I like the, my attention being on me. I don't like that extra stuff. What are we talking about there? Are they here? What what does nothing? Nothing should come up ever in any situation to me, unless it's some trauma related things. And we've talked about that. We're gonna work through that. I don't mind you like venting to me or like loading your you know trauma emotional things on me. But when you, it's just petty stuff like that, it's like oh man. I remember one time, we were, it's like all these stories that kept coming up. It's like, yeah, y'all miss each other. Go do that thing. Get me up in six months when you breathed out your sister. Just, I'm cool.
0: Listen, I think all of us agree with Don. Like, you know, the petty stuff, I'm like, okay, shut the fuck up about that because I'm, I'm not that person. You know, so I'm not trying to hear all that. Now, the Trump yeah, issue, like, why would you care? Yeah, because <laughs> why would you care? I'm here now. You shouldn't be advertising broadcasting what the hell y'all did because. That also tells me something in my mind, too. I'm taking a mental note of if some dumb shit happened between us, you're gonna be broadcast everything I did to the next nigga, you know what I'm saying? Now, you know what I'm saying? So now that's, that's what that's telling me about you. But if it's like traumatic and it's something you need to help me grow from, need help growing from, then tell me that. I'm, I'm open to that. And also, you can talk to me about how you've grown from your exes and what you learned from the ex and how that ex made you a better person. If you wanna tell me that, okay. But all the petty shit, man, shut the fuck up about that. Get out of my face with that. Cause I'm not trying
2: to And how do we do that, Jiggy? Active uh, active listening.
0: Active listening. That's if right.
1: You do, if you do active listening on those first four dates, man, <laughs> I everything that you need to know. Well, I can't say everything. The important things that you really need to know, if you're really listening closely, it will come out.
0: Mm-hmm. No. Listen God to God. the married man, fellas. Listen to the married man. All right. Let's stay with the fellas. Let's talk about personal hygiene because I was in some of these clubhouse rooms and these women were going in on these men. Why do some men don't take care of themselves before going on dates? Like, why are y'all showing up to dates with women which nail with dirt all in your nails, no deodorant, no cologne, or if she can smell you and it don't smell good, why the hell you going on dates? No, no, we gotta really address the fellas about this personal hygiene mask because it's like I'm hearing a lot of women complaining about this, and Listen. I'm just like, "What the hell are y'all doing?" Don, go ahead,
2: bro. That's not my ministry. <laughs> so I really don't have much to add to that conversation because I really don't understand the hygiene thing. Um, I have, I had, I was roommates when I was like, oh man. I'm not going to date myself set of the age, but it was a long time ago. Uh, one of my best friends from like junior high, high school, you know, you grow up, go to college, you got to college, you've grown now. It's like, oh, let's live together because we're best friends. It'll be perfect. Never works. Um, so we made like a year, couldn't, just got each other's nerves. Like we were good friends, but to save the friendship, it was like, you got to get by my house. <laughs> this is crazy.
0: Um,
2: but, you know, they say you don't know nobody till you live with them. And I've known, you know, dude my whole life. And yeah, he smelled bad before. Because we played sports and stuff. I never thought, I never like smelled him before, nothing like that. And so we were all hanging out. He was trying to talk to a friend of mine, this girl. And so I was trying, trying to hook him up. But he had gone to the gym um, before, then went home, just changed clothes, and met us out of the bar. And you smell like the gym. That's the face that I made when he walked into serious? the bar smelling like that. So I'm like, my homegirl's right here. I'm trying to hook y'all up. And you walk in here smelling like this, like I'm
3: in the bag.
2: So she's texting me on the side, like you know, like the stink emoji and all this stuff. And I'm just like, I'm so embarrassed. Like I've never smelled. I just cannot believe that he just thought it was okay to just be like, oh, yeah, you have a her. and just came straight, changed, changed shirts, and came right to the thing. And I'm like, you know what? And then after that, I started noticing other things like down the line. I'm just like, oh, you just dirty. <laughs> I don't know, like. I think some people are just not taught. And it's just, you know it or you don't. But I'm like, how do you not smell yourself? Like, how does one person go from the gym to a bar?
0: I, I don't get that one either. Now, this is the one complaint I will agree with the ladies on. It's like, if you go on to meet somebody, why are you not taking care of yourself? Why are you not washing your hands? Why are you not? The big thing is that they were tripping on the dirt on the nails and stuff. It's like, but why are you not cleaning yourself? Like, why are you not? Come on now. If you go meet a woman... You need to be your fucking best. You do you they take hours if they can take hours to get ready just to come meet you? Why the hell are you not taking out the same amount of time? Why can't you show up clean and looking good? Chucky, what you think, man? I see your face over there. So
1: (laughs) what I found out is is that there's certain people that grew up for whatever reason, cleanliness was not a priority. And unfortunately, for boys in particular, if you ask any mom, they have to force them boys to get their butt in the shower, clean their posterior, you know, clean all their crevices, scrub. You got to force them to do that till they, you know, you, hey, let me smell you, all that kind of stuff. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people did not have that experience. My mom used to scrub me raw. Right, and then make me put lotion on all these other stuff, but everybody didn't get that. So you have these group of people that, you know, they think that there's their musk is pleasant. And I'm not talking about the musk that you see on the commercials on TV. Um, I had a college roommate who he would go. He was, and at the time, he was well over 300 pounds. He would go to the gym place. Six rounds of racquetball. Come back to the dorm and lay down in the bed. So I come back from like a date or, you know, I mean, whatever is is. Going on at the time. And I'm just like, what is that? Right? Because I'm talking about rank, bro. Like, I don't know if you ever seen the SpongeBob episodes where it's like a nasty smell. And it goes, and it just,
3: oh it almost makes
1: you pass out. Some people don't have a concept of not only just need to wash, but it's it's a cleanliness issue, bro. And some people, it's a health issue. Know, restaurants is just some people just don't have that concept. The more had to teach the Europeans how to bathe, some of our own people don't know how to bathe. What I do, I just tell people straight up, like, bro, you stink. You stink. You can't beat around the bush. Yeah. When you nice about it, they don't understand how serious it is. Yeah, for real. You know, if this it's a woman, usually I won't say anything. Mm-hmm.
2: That's harder. That's um, harder. Most of the women,
1: I, the women that I know, they don't have no issues with that. But sometimes you be out in public, and you're just like, you know what, I'm just not gonna be around this person.
3: Yeah. You know, I've seen people at
1: restaurants. I know what funk smells like. You know, as a grown man, you know some people choose not to do that. You know, I, I don't, you know, it's, it's a cultural thing. Some people think that the stuff smells good.
2: They, they, don't, they don't smell their own they, they, their own smell.
1: I, I, think used a, to um, it. I think on fetishes the other day where some people, like some women like the male musk smell, like it's a turn on for them. Um, I've never heard of a guy I think, you know, a woman being unclean down there is a pleasant smell, but I don't know. I mean, I just know that my kids are, you know, my family members, you know, that have an influence over. It's not going to happen.
0: <laughs> Listen, if you're me, it's not going to happen. you going to fucking yeah. wash your ass. It's like people, fellas, wash your ass before meeting a woman, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because when you meet a woman, you got to put your best foot forward. Because if you don't, she going to get on social media and talk so much shit about you, you know what I'm saying? Listen. So the
1: dating scene is bad enough as it is, but to not Absolutely. wash your butt and then they're gonna put that out there on social media on your behind.
2: Man. I grew up in a house with seven kids, and we had to line up after we took a bath like some slaves and walk in through our parents, <laughs> and they were, and my stepmom would put our arms up and be like, smelling us on our arms, smell all the little areas and be like, You didn't bed, go get back in. Like it was a ritual every night that we all got checked to make sure that we was right and clean, and you know what I mean? But I get everybody did grow up like that. You're right. But it just they didn't. It blows my you, me. That's where my friend. Because my friend is, he's not the bigger, He was he's in shape, works out like a good looking dude. And I'm just like, it never occurred to me that you don't bathe like that. I'm just like, I don't understand how you, I don't get it. I don't get it. Let's like, pray for him.
0: I don't get it either. But I'm going to tell y'all, let pray for them. And I am going to say this on this podcast. Fellas, if you're going out with a woman, make sure you wash your ass. Make sure you clean yourself. Make sure you get all the dirt off your nails and stuff. Cause women be judging the fuck out of that shit. You know what I'm saying? We turn here.
2: Don't squirt cologne or perfume over a dirty
0: body. It still stinks. Hello. 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 That's it right there. That's it. Don't listen. Wash your ass. Don't don't even think about putting the smell good on because that shit don't work. Mask it mask you for a little while. <laughs> but don't mask it for a long time. Moving on, fellas. What do you think about this situation that this, I think it was a situation on Facebook where a man said it took him six months to make a decision. Do it really take six months to make a decision whether or not you want to be with somebody? Mm-hmm. Be with somebody in what, what do you mean, like marriage? No, in a relationship.
1: I mean, I, I feel, feel like, good. I feel like. The older you like, I feel like if that person that you're trying to make a decision on got kids, um, I feel like it could take a while to you really have to know, you gotta be all in. It's either gonna be all in and out. You can't you can't have the person without the kids. So I feel like in those situations, it may be warranted for you to really sit down and consider is that a type of situation you want to do. But if both of y'all are single and neither one of y'all have kids, you know, are you are you even asking yourself the right questions like? I want uh, people just like voice, they're just like being in relationships,
3: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. asking
1: hard questions, man. And I see that so much like people just being in relationships with people and they don't know how to ask them the hard questions up front. So stuff just come out and they think they got to put up with it. So after six yeah. months, man, if you're asking the right questions after three or four months, you should have a pretty good idea. Obviously, you got to get to know people. I get it. But it's people out here getting married after two weeks and staying married for 10, 20 years.
3: Mm-hmm. So right. you need
1: to be asking. You have to ask. I say it every episode. you got to ask them hard questions, man. You, when the last time you had an STI panel? You don't know what herpes is? You know, this is all. I mean, it's we're adults, man. Like, yeah.
3: I don't want to get feel into about-
1: and then have something yeah. happen to me, bro. Like, yeah. Like, just stuff that you have to ask. Oh, I didn't know you. Yeah, we on the first, I'm not trying to waste my time. And by not wasting your time, most people, especially mature women, they respect that kind of stuff, man. I'm telling you, I know mm-hmm. it from experience, mature women respect, asking the tough questions up front. Where do you stand? Are you religious? Do you, you know, do you like putting lotion, like putting lotion on? You know, do you go to I church? Do you want to work? Do you want to be a housewife? Do you want to, you know, what do you want? You're going to know. If you ask that, They, even if they don't answer them, that's telling you something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So but I did mean to take over, but go ahead.
0: No, that's you, awesome. you got it. Yeah. You're
1: good.
0: good. you good. I definitely agree. You definitely have to ask some hard questions because, like, it shouldn't take you six you know, six months to make a decision, you know what I'm saying, if you ask them the right questions. But what do you think, Don?
2: Um, I agree with that. People, I think people just are, I told you, performative relationships. They just want to be in one so bad. They think I'll just get into it, and then I'll just mold this person to what I want them to be. And I don't believe in that building up a person kind of stuff. Growing together is one thing, but I'm not, I am don't believe nobody's a project that you have to build and mold into who you want them to be. Um, they are who they are, and either they rock with you or they don't. So anyway, but I do think with a six-month thing, and this is for people like me who move very slow um the older i get i feel like six months it's, it seems shorter like when you say six months it's like no that should take that's a long time like why would it take you six months to know but if i think the way that i date and the way that i move I, I work a lot like i'm always moving doing something planning a project going somewhere doing something so six months for me that will fly by like that and you know i feel like that's a, a good enough chunk of time where anything can happen because you don't know how people are going to react when a death in the family happens, an accident, you know what I mean? Something like, I feel like six months is a good amount of time to be like, okay, I've seen most of the things that could possibly happen. I think he's still cool. Now we can do this. So it just depends on where y'all are in that stage. You know what I mean? Like, but again, I do have friends. I have friends that literally got together. I went to the club one night, like started dating the next week and they've been together 15 years. Like I
0: literally have friends like that. So Agree, it's all so basically it's case by case, so it's like, like you said earlier, it's definitely case by case. So it's like if you pop off with a person two weeks, great, if it takes you six months, great. Nobody's putting no time stamp on it, you know what I'm saying? As long as y'all together, y'all love each other, and y'all making shit work, and you communicating. That's all that matters. Nobody gives a damn how much time it takes. So for all you people that are like, oh, he should know by six months, y'all need to shut up. Because obviously you don't really know nothing, you know what I'm saying? Now moving on to friendship. Do you think friendship breakups are just as harsh as relationship breakups? Like say you've been rocking with your homies for years. Now all of a sudden y'all fall out for no reason or some dumb shit. Do you think those fallouts are hurt worse or about the same as a relationship breakup? Um, worse.
3: <laughs> um, family, uh, go ahead, Don. Uh. I
0: mean, uh,
2: for me, they, they're, they but I, I'm i not like a relationship be jumping kind of person. I've only had a few and there were a couple significant ones or whatever, but like, I've had some friendship fallouts that I think about from, from like high school that I think about to this day and I'm a grown man. Like, people that I stopped talking to for, don't know why and I'm just, they still like, it'll keep me up at night, but I still think about it. It still bothers me. Like, I have, like, long, hard friends from, like, childhood up until adulthood and then just, like, cold turkey. Like, yeah, that's the stick with you because your friends are always going to be there. Like, relationships come and go. You're going to always like somebody, you know, until you find someone to get married. Like, your friends are there before that person, during that person, and after that person for the most part. And around for most of the stuff your family, you know, you can't go to your family with stuff. You go to them with it. And so, for me, for my friends, have always been, like, the closest relationships that I have had to be honest <laughs> i guess a few kind of names i love but i mean like my, my friends are my that's my kind of tribe so i think it's just as important
1: what you think juggy um i've been blessed to have a, a fairly large number of really good friends that is like tight in my circle um i have fallen out with several of them over the years over various items um i think it can hurt worse um you kind of expect a lot of times when relationships especially, you know, relationships that you know is not gonna work out and you're just there to have somebody that you can call a significant other, you know, mm-hmm. that's gonna You prepare for yourself mentally, but with friends, you know, you expect them to have your back 100% of the time. And when you don't have that support system and it just gets taken out from under you, yeah, that can hurt. This is bad or, or even worse in some, in some cases in a relationship. Um, I remember me and a friend had a, a big disagreement and, you know, what ended up happening is, you know, we sat down with another mutual friend and we just had to agree to disagree. You know, we're still really good friends, but we know that there's a subject that we're just not going to be um, on one accord on. We know not to, you know, disrespect each other in that area and we can continue on. Mm-hmm. Um, the same communication rules apply. Yeah, You got to talk to people. You got to. It's a relationship. Right. You got to, like, when you disagree with somebody, you know, with a friend or whatever, you guys have a falling out, unless they did something really bad to you, which is a different circumstance. It's just, you know, you're going to accept their apology or not. You got to sit down to find out why you guys are having that disagreement and really think analytically, like, what is it between me and this other person? Was that person drunk? Were they sniffing lines? Like, what was going on that caused you guys to really be, you know, falling out? How good, how you know, how valuable is this friendship? Is this like one of your day ones? Because you don't, you can't really replace that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People you grew up with, if you still have those ties, like, I mean, yeah, it could be broken up and, and not mended again for certain reasons, but you only get so many chances. A lot of people only get so many chances to have really close friends. And you need those close friends to carry you through. So my my opinion is if it's somebody that you're tight with. Um, or that you were tight when you guys had falling out, call them, please. Especially after this year, man, but the things that people have been through, they, you know, we don't know how much time we got left. So call that person to me, let them speak. You have your speak, and then come to an agreement. Maybe there's certain things that y'all not going to do or talk about together. That's fine. That don't mean y'all can't be friends. You
0: know? I definitely agree because – Those friendship friendship breakups are worse than the relationship breakups simply because they were the ones you definitely leaned on when shit went rough. They were the ones you went to for advice. So if there's something that you haven't talked to, you know what I'm saying, it's like we got to the end of the year. It don't really matter. Just go go back to that person and hash things out, you know what I'm saying, because you can't replace the day one. You can't replace somebody that was down with you when you struggled. You know what I'm saying? You can't replace that. You know what I'm saying? You can't replace those day ones with new people because the new people, they ain't gonna be real friends to you. Maybe some might be, you know what I'm saying? You might make some friends there. They ain't nothing like your day ones. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there, reach out to your day ones if you're falling out with them because friendship breakups really hurt. They they are painful and there's just no coming back from them. All right, fellas, let's really get into it now. Ladies and gentlemen, we have hit minute 49 of liquor Talk. If you're li- still listening, you're the real MVP. Pour it up. see to pour it up because the more you drink, the better we sound. Let's break down 2020. The good, the bad, the ugly. Well, let's get into it, y'all. Let- let's start with the good. Let's look. We're going to start off on a positive note. What are some good things that happened in 2020? In the world or personally? Personally, the world. You, wherever y'all want to start. Okay, you got it, Juggy. I know Juggy. Uh, he got married in. 2020, so obviously, they want to so uh, we'll, uh, Juggy on get married in 2020.
1: Right. So first and for first on my list, personally, uh, I got married this year. Um, despite the pandemic.
3: That um, <laughs> was definitely obviously a
1: plus. I wouldn't have it any other way. As far as that goes. Um, I definitely broke some income barriers, Um, so I'm I'm very happy about that, again, despite the pandemic, Um, and I also got to spend some quality time with some really close friends of mine, Um, you know, me and a lot of close friends, we we all quarantined, make sure everybody was good, got together, was able to have a good time, Um, that time is invaluable because um, I did lose a couple people this year, so Um, those are some, definitely some personal positives for me this year.
0: Agreed, agreed. What do you think, Don? What's some personal positives for 2020?
2: Um, I just wrote these down yesterday. So in my journal, I was writing out the ups and downs of the year. Um, I mean, so many things. Uh, it's been a year since I like really, well, a year and some change. Since I really got heavy into like my therapy game. Um, You know, started taking, like, a medication and getting on a regimen and, like, finding, like, how, which one to take and what to take and if I need it at all and how it works and um, just getting that, taking that serious and getting my stuff together um, as far as that goes. So, mentally, I'm in a way better place than this time last year, Um, health-wise as well, like I said earlier, and, you know, work-wise. I I got my company started, the Independent Dream Factory. Um, Got it. This birthday was on December 12th. Uh, We got it officially launched, got the LLC and all that stuff going. It's been like a dream since, like, I was in college, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, one day I'm going to have this, and it's like, oh, it's a thing now. It's a real thing. I was going to build it up. Um, and the podcast, I got two, two podcasts now. This time last year, I was just, like, still waiting to launch it. Like, the past three years, I have had that show written up for three years. It was like, All right, am do it this year. I'll do it this year. And then uh, with COVID hitting and everything is kind of slowing down, it was able to give me a lot of time to focus and kind of get realigned on what I wanted to do. And so that's when, you know, the company got, got, got drafted up. The event started again. I got some more clients and then the podcast. So it's been a great year career-wise for me. And I'm blessed. I will take that. It's not perfect, but it will get, it's only going up.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Thinking about from there, I will say the one positive for me was having the podcast. And also this year, I actually expanded out to talking to people from all across the country. I know all of us are in Florida, but, you know, I got to talk to people in California. I got to talk to people in Texas. I talked to some in New York, Missouri, Washington, Alabama. Georgia, Tennessee. I feel like I talked to somebody from everywhere, you know what I'm saying? This podcast. And it's like, and one thing I've really found is when you tap into the podcast community and ask for assistance, oh they come flocking to you your DMs really blow up you know what I'm saying and I, and they actually that's some people that out there that actually help you get better and stuff and also there's some people that they see your podcast they want you to be part of their podcast or they want you to be part of their show which is how me and Don met yep. shout out to everybody that's on the Insecure gang you know what I'm saying I still love y'all even though one of y'all fell out with on some dumb shit but it is what it is but overall, and also I'm still alive, you know what I'm saying? That's the biggest positive that all of us, we, we three black men and we're still alive. We have been, because you know the way the police be targeting us, where society be targeting us, we're alive and we not in somebody's jail. Because you know there's some people that call the police like it's customer service. Anytime they see a black person, mm-hmm. mind their own business. So, of course, they're going to target us. So the fact that we're alive, we stay here, we doing this thing, that is probably the biggest positive. And with the fact that we still stand after COVID, you know what I'm saying, none of us got hit with COVID, you know what I'm saying? The people I know that got COVID, they recovered from it, you know what I'm saying? So they didn't die from it. So I'll say those are some big positives. I'm 24.
2: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, us just sitting here doing this is a positive. It was a blessing. We're in a warm <laughs> house, We're out streaming, talking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to be corny or anything, but just like I was real shook on Christmas doing the drive because I do, I do charity stuff all the time. But it just kind of, again, the older I get, the more sentimental I get, I guess. And it's just like, man, people are out here literally sleeping on the ground. Like, I better not ever open my mouth to complain about nothing ever again. You know what I mean? Just, you're, you you just, just be able to sit here and do this, you know, and just talk and get our feelings out and be heard and just it's somewhere comfortable and safe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a
0: blessing. And um, I will say it's a blessing. I do want to shout out to you guys. Also shout out to Marco for oh, buying into having that space for us or, or- or black men can come together and just speak our peace, you know what I'm saying? Because it turns out people like hearing our peace, you know what I'm saying? So what are some things that you hope stay in 2020 that don't carry on to 2021? Um,
1: Things that do not carry to 2021?
0: Yeah, like what's the things that just need to stay in 2020? Y'all better not bring this shit in 2021.
1: Why are people saying the N-word, bro it gotta stop, man. I don't care if your spouse is black, if your family is black, just don't do it. Please. Agreed. People have been emboldened to say this stuff in the workplace due to the political climate. I hear it on the phone every day. Um please don't. That's that's I don't want that in 2021. Uh, we don't
3: need that anymore.
0: And can we stop trying to generalize somebody's race by what they what they sound like on the phone? Because I'm like, you know what? I've, I've dealt with that in calls, and I'm like, why are you trying to figure out my race over the phone? I had this one person like, you sound like a black guy. I told somebody else that was black. They sound like they just don't care, man. So if I start judging people, I'm like, I don't give a damn. And then I, it was bad. I even had a Spanish person who was like, fuck you. You're probably black. I was like, you know what? I could have came back and said, at least I don't need to have a green card with your dumb ass. <laughs> did I say that? So just hang up the home. So if I can take the high road, then you people can say I've the high road with the race thing. No, what you think, man? What need to stay in 2020? He <laughs> <laughs> got so bad, dog. Uh, uh, okay. no sitting
2: there, so people know that, that was your thoughts, and did that reflect the thoughts of offlat in the podcast or BW the brand? Um, that was Victor talking. Um, no, um, what needs to stay in twenty? Uh, you know what needs to stay? Maybe TikTok and these Instagram reels because people are doing the most just to get noticed on there. Did y'all see that video of the kids of the parents that gave their kids cold for Christmas and recorded their reactions?
0: Oh, damn. It's
2: all on what? Twitter. So Some black people, of course, young, ignorant, they got, they, they no. cringed, got all their kids like cold for Christmas and wrapped it up and they recorded the kids opening it up and then being like mad and crying and all this stuff and then just making it like a whole moment. That is, and, like,
0: that is some great shit right there. No, I saw one of the the father had, I think the parent had a PS5 box and stuffed it with paper. I'm like,
2: y'all are just so cool. And the, the whole purpose of it is just to get likes and funny comments that would go viral. And it's just like, at the expense of your kids, though, like, and that might be dramatic for me because when I was a kid, Christmas was like the most magical day of the year. It was like the most exciting thing. Like, you're really out here pranking your kids and then recording it and then putting it on. Yeah, I just was really annoyed by that. And I'm like, can we just leave all that behind gender reveals? All This extra shit, like people
0: want to do, listen. With, you know, I definitely know. agree that them, out them control. because it shows you what they really think. Because I've seen women get mad because they're carrying a boy, and some men I've seen some men just get really upset because they're having a girl. I'm like, I'm like, damn, it's like whatever it is you have, you just meant to be that's what you meant to have, you know. Because what if your mom got mad when she found out, you know? So now. So one thing I would say needs to stay behind for me is asking to normalize shit. Like, people be asking, can we normalize this? Can we normalize that? Yes. Asking to normalize something. If you want something to be normalized, you got to take action and do it your damn self. You know what I'm saying? Maybe people follow your example. So stop asking, can we normalize this? Can we normalize that? Just do it within your actions.
2: That's a good one. That's annoying as fuck. Yeah. yeah, I know y'all. Yeah, on, on
0: Twitter, normalize opening
2: the door for women on dates again. It's like, <laughs> shut up, just open the just open the door. Then you do it. Like, nobody yeah. saying it's not normal. A lot of people do that. Like, it just yeah. chases,
0: sound like it's so elevated or so above. They know, yeah. something, like. And another annoying. thing, can we, can we stop asking, do women do this? Can men do that? Oh, no. They do it. They just don't do it for you. You just need to work on your damn self. Can we just stop asking that too? Pro
1: tip, when you get married, a lot of the stuff that you expect your spouse to do, your ass going to be doing. At one point or another, maybe not at the beginning, but at one point or another, whatever it is that you, oh, this is what my spouse do, your ass going to be doing it too. Just keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. Trust me, bro. Trust me. But you're right.
0: Mm -hmm. So what's the biggest lesson y'all learned From 2020 overall To be grateful Mm
3: -hmm. There's
1: so much That we have I mean Don was mentioning You know you see people on the sidewalk in the cold They don't even have I mean Imagine not having AC All night Every night Would you even survive that I mean, we got internet, running water, food, refrigeration, like electricity. Just these basic items I've learned this year. Oh, have I learned how to be grateful for the simple, small things that we take for granted every day. Because even in this country, people do not have that. Mm -mm. People don't have it, man. It's kids homeless. You know, people got palmetto bugs running across the floor eating their food. It's a reality. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the only kind of place that they could afford. So my biggest thing, the biggest thing I took away is learn how to be grateful. No matter what. No matter how bad I think it is.
0: Agreed. Agreed. What you think, Don?
2: Oh, man. I 100% co-sign that. Um, definitely <laughs> being grateful and just um... – I would say more empathy i'm definitely like a naturally empathetic person i feel like i feel a lot for everybody everything i'm always feeling a lot of of feelings but um just still like like you said being grateful just kind of adding on to it it's like just being quiet for a little bit and listening to what's going on around you and not being so focused on what's happening bad to you Oh, 2020 sucks. This happened and that happened. And that happened. And that happened. It's like, do you realize you're not the only person that's going through right now? We all are going through something. So it's not to say what you went through is not a, a bad thing, but it's like, we all are going through bad stuff. So again, like we said earlier, what are we going to focus on? What are we going to listen to? And who are we going to be? We got to lean on each other. It's only one of us here. Like be more conscious of people around you, not just so like me, 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 me. Um, I was at the bank the other day, real quick, and this old lady was in line next to me, and we're at the bank, and I was having a, kind of a shitty day, just not really in a good mood, um, so I'm withdrawing money. The lady next to me uh, with the tailor taking money out, too, and she can't withdraw the money because it's this whole thing where, like, her husband passed away from COVID, and she's been a housewife her whole life for the past 30 years, and now he's died, and now she doesn't have, she doesn't know his company went under because of COVID, then he died after that. She doesn't know what to do, and now she's being sued by these people, and all these all these things are going on, and she has no way to help her, and she's just breaking down, talking about this stuff, and I'm just like, man, like, what's the worst thing going on in my day right now? You know what I mean? Like, I'm having a kind crappy day. I'm going to go home, eat some pizza, watch some Netflix. It's like his whole life is turned upside down. Like, it's just like, just listen, you know what I mean? And just lean on people. Let, let people get their shit out. Don't be so focused on yourself, because it could be worse.
3: Agreed.
0: I definitely agree. I, I definitely co-sign with what both of y'all said. You definitely got to have empathy, you know what I'm saying? I'm learning to have empathy even though, even though, I be, even though some people would be fucking it up. I learned to have empathy because I how myself it could be worse. But the biggest thing I learned this year is to just keep going because you just have no other options to just be strong because it's like whenever shit happens, it's like, what are you going to do? Oh, It's like, you just gotta keep going because it's shitty out here for everybody. They that's the biggest thing I took with 2020 is to no matter what, to just keep going, keep pushing, keep doing what you do, you know what I'm saying? If you got a podcast, if you do something you're passionate about. Don't let whatever dumb shit happening in you like, stop you from doing something you're passionate about, you know what I'm saying? Because you can't let something stop the show, you know what I'm saying, no matter what. And also, if anything, like, you just got to keep going, you know what I'm saying? Because it's going to get better, you know what I'm saying? Because it has to get better. The way we're going, because the only way we go from here is up, so... Right. That's my biggest way for 2020 because we all going through it. So it's like the only thing you can do is just keep going. Maybe give yourself a few minutes to complain or witness somebody death of that. Get your ass up and keep going and figure out what's next, you know what I'm saying? Now fellas, what do y'all want to manifest for 2021? The reason I asked that because I had a co-host, now Lashana, I'm talking about Juggy. Um, she was on, I think we did episode 21. That's why Juggy you looking like that. She got on there and said, I want to have a baby. Like, it, I think this was like the 2019, 2019 looking, what we're looking forward to in 2019. She said, oh, I want to really have a baby. Now come 2021, she's pregnant now. She's got to have a son. Congratulations to Luciano. Right. So that got me thinking, what the hell are we going to manifest for 2021? Because... We can speak some things into existence. So what do y'all think? Um,
1: for me, I want increased financial success. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. We, people say money's not everything, um, but it's that tool that will allow you to get the things that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me... I'm manifesting that the financial plans that I have for 2021 uh, will be carried out in full. Um, and I really hope to have a positive impact on the community. I want to definitely start, you know, like Don, like giving back on a, on a greater scale. You know, I know I have a lot of things that a lot of other people don't, but I definitely want to start giving back to the youth. So that's that's what I want to manifest for
0: 2021. Agreed, Agreed. Don, what you thinking, man?
2: Um, amen to definitely manifesting, you know, um, more abundance financially, um, growth in all areas uh, that are green. <laughs> uh, trying to be where the money resides. But um, I, my, my biggest thing that I'm manifesting is my studio, my physical physical space where i can you know do all my work my projects i can record i can do my photo shoots i can um you know host the events me and the guys our team we put together we laid the skill to work down we got all the legal legalities and all that stuff in place and now it was just finding the building and you know getting it to finance so, you know, it, all that stuff but i want a very specific one and i'm not worried about how it's going to come i'm just putting it out there saying what i want and Keep my eyes open for when
3: it comes, drops in my lap. So, agree. I will be. In you will have- I
0: feel so, signed, those, both those things. I definitely agree. Like, I definitely want to manifest upon us the finances. Now, one thing I want to manifest is finances where I'm not working for somebody, you know what I'm saying? Where where the finances come through Patreon or, hell, y'all gonna laugh, I'm gonna say OnlyFans, you know what I'm saying? Not for that. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with
3: that. Hey, do what
1: you gotta do, big dog.
0: Listen, I want to manifest finances, more money, you know what I'm saying, to where I just get out of debt free, and I want to manifest my life just comes full circle where things are working out for me financially, socially, and hell, while I'm at it, hell, Might as well romantically because I want to. I also want to manifest some trips too. You know what I'm saying? Either vacations or just guys trips. And hell, I want to also manifest us doing shows together in person. You know what I'm saying? That too. You know what I'm saying? Also, and also, I just want to manifest a lot of big shit. I got planned. You know what I'm saying? That everything goes according to plan. You know what I'm saying? Even if it doesn't go according to plan and things work out for my greater good, as long as it works out better than in 2021, 2020, because after this year, I realized the only way to go is up. So, like I said, if you're not working towards your manifestations at home, then you don't just stand with if you're not going to put the work towards me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's, why I, that's why I tell everybody, you know what I'm saying? Because faith without work is definitely dead. So. Mm-hmm. i'm about to be putting in that work you know what i'm saying like, like y'all you never seen before y'all say you're gonna be seeing the guys all around and also i'm gonna be getting on another podcast y'all just look on look out for it you know what i'm saying just wait okay. on it we working uh-huh. out we hammering out the details but i've i've um mutually agreed to get on another podcast so um just wait on it but also but I will say, I just want to manifest finances and abundance for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Don, I, I want to definitely, I'll look forward to come to work in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Hell, i said, you just let me know. On. My, you know what I'm saying? And Jacksonville to Orlando ain't number but two hours. So I can definitely be I'll there. The yeah, I can be there. last like, step. just want to manifest the funds right. Let me just get a hotel room and we can, we can make this shit happy. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm ready to work all 2021 because after 2020, we survived this shit. Man, you can't tell me nothing now. We and survived this shit right here. You can't tell me nothing. Speaking of work. You can't survive. If you survive 2020, if you listening to this right now, you to survived 2020. Don't tell me nothing you can't do, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I
2: do have um, some work for us to do, so hang around after we're done with this show, and all right, I got an idea for us three, us four. Yeah,
0: Marco, yeah. Also, shout out to Marco. Whatever you manifesting up, we are gonna put in there. You know, yes. to make it happen too. So, you know what I'm saying? Marco, we know you're you right Hey, pour it up for Marco too. You know what I'm saying? You know you my dog. You know what I'm saying? So we are gonna manifest some shit. You know what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Look at Talk. Thank y'all for checking it out, ladies and gentlemen. My last thought for 2020. Listen, at end day. You survived it, you know what I'm saying? You got to the end of it, so stop complaining about it if you got to the end of it. You survived the storm. Watch out for 2021. 2021, if you just put in the work, if you network, all this shit is going to happen. Everything you manifest is going to happen. You just got to put in the work and keep grinding. Don't let nothing stop you, y'all. We made it 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the 2020 wrap-up. We done with 2020. It's on the 2021. All right, Juggy Don, how can the people get a hold
1: of you? Savage, founder of BOJ Radio, at BOJ Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash BOJ Radio, just as it appears on your screen. Thank you very much.
0: Don, how can the people get a hold of you? It is, I'm at
2: the, T-H-E-E, Don B, on all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, also, uh, at Off Black the Pod on all platforms as well, where we get podcasts. Um, and also look out for the B-Spot. I just dropped the pilot episode. It's my new podcast. It's um, Music Center. So we got two out there. Um, it's debuting in 2021, but the pilot's out there now, and it's giving y'all a little taste of what it's going to kind of be like. So, uh, yeah, at the B-Spot on all platforms as well.
0: I good. what it is. If you want to connect with me personally, Twitter and Instagram is v. Jones. Um, the Instagram. If you want the podcast, the Instagram is Look at Talk Podcast. Also, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel because there's gonna be more exclusives coming that are gonna be YouTube only. meaning you can't hear it on the podcast. You're gonna hear it on YouTube. And also, go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon. And the fans, which will drop in 2021, because guess what? There are gonna be a whole lot more exclusives on there. So go ahead and get ready because 2021, big shit is gonna pop and little shit is gonna stop. I want to thank everybody for listening to Look up Tough for pulling it up with us for all 2020. Get ready to pull it up some more in 2021. Look at companies. If you're seeing this, I need y'all to holler at us for 2021 because big shit mm-hmm. popping, little shit stopping. Until next time, we are out this thing. I'll see y'all in
3: 2021.